Also, I'm gonna go turn my AC off. Yeah, I already turned mine off. <sighs> so unprofessional. This is what I'm dealing with on a weekly basis. Fucking cringe, Alex. Fucking cringe. Can't even hear me right now. I can shit talk him all day. They won't even notice. Welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. My name is Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I just have our poser extraordinaire, Natai. And, uh, as you can tell... Can tell how excited I am? Yeah, as you can tell by the, the topic that's up here, and by the topic that uh, is no doubt in the title of this episode, Natai and I are here talk about uh another part of the koyomi monogatari or the monogatari experience this time with koyomi monogatari um yeah. i think it, it, it's safe to say this is one of the more unique entries that we're going to be talking about in the monogatari series is this the worst monogatari is Fucking we got the, it with the clickbait. There's the clickbait title. Is this the worst yeah. part of the monogatari series is still better than 90% of anime i mean what um, but no, this is um, it's it is certainly one of the more unique um, aspects of the Monogatari series, Koyama Monogatari. Um, yeah, I think uh, oh, no, come back. Um, I think one thing that's worth talking about is uh, certainly how this was distributed back in the day, because um, when this originally came out, it did not appear on television. Nope. Um, never did. This was originally Queen of I Got Three was originally distributed on a smartphone app, both for um, Android and iOS. Um, so this is essentially an ONA series instead of an OVA series. Um, there was a new short episode each week, and these episodes are short, especially by Monogatari standards. Monogatari has this tendency to have. Um, episodes that are a little bit longer than the norm you know they, they stray into yeah. 24 25 even 30 minute long episodes yeah especially with the ovas that tend to get a bit longer yeah um this one the they average around 14 minutes some are as short as nine especially if you take out the ops and eds hmm. and you get most of the episodes yeah most of, aside from like the final two most of the episodes are about 10 minutes yeah. If you take out the OPs so it's it's a quick watch. You can watch the entire uh, the entire twelve episode run. I'd say in, in less than three hours. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, probably if you really were like speed running it, if you skip the OPs and EDs, uh, you could probably get through the entire in two hours and two hours fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, ten minutes per episode, twelve episodes. You could do it like. 120 you minutes. You can there do you it. You can do it. Speed you run it. Koyomi Monogatari any percent. And I did try, but I got bored. <laughs> that that <laughs> so is that is something that out. we're going to talk about. And also, it's worth mentioning. So this, obviously, the entire Monogatari series is based on a novel series by Nisu Eason, which is worth reading. Um, it, is, it is one of the best written light novels I think I've ever read. But did it's worth mentioning. The... Huh? Sorry. No, sorry. Go ahead. I, it's worth mentioning that this was originally done by Nisio Eason as a a challenge to himself um, to see if he could write a, a novel every single month. No, that was uh, Katanagatari. Uh, the funny thing, that was the one he challenged himself to write a book every month. Yeah, but this was written But the funny thing is that alongside that, that, yeah, alongside doing that, he, he was writing another series and he was doing Koyomi Monogatari. 
which is like 12 short which, stories. Which I, I feel like is probably he considered it part of the same challenge. Pretty much he, he, it's just him flexing for himself and that's it. And like, I respect that. I, I, I told you before we uh, started recording, I respect the hustle. I yeah, respect the definitely. writing hustle. I really, really do. The guy, the guy likes to write and that's totally cool. Yeah. So, uh, did you read the uh, English translation for Koyomi Monogatari as well? I have, yes. Mm. Um, I, I have to say that my opinion of it is kind of the same as my my opinion of the anime. It's like, you know, aside from a couple of these stories, did, did we really would need you, this? Would you, would you say it's a much better read than it is a viewing experience? Yes. Because that's would. kind of like... Cause, as you're watching it, so again, each episode is a short story, and as very short, in you some watch, cases. yeah, very short. And as you kind of watch them, I can imagine how it's a very quick read because mm -hmm. most of these are not very complicated. No, at all. Certainly, at all. Certainly not not in the traditional monogatari sense for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's like literally like one or two episodes that there's. There's substance. Something to yeah, there's substance to and something to dig into. But yeah. like, most of them are just kind of fun, dumb stories that like it's funny, each episode it ends with the same monologue of our argument like, and now the punchline of this story, because yeah. it is kind of a really silly uh, bunch of stories. Which is kind of funny that they, they almost are referencing the fact, oh yeah, this is just for fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um it's also worth mentioning that um, we don't get any unique OPs for this. Um, they reuse and they reuse episode or oh, let me try that sentence again. They reuse OPs from previous parts of the Monogatari series for each episode, except for the last two, which don't have OPs at all. Um, so we have yeah. we have like um, I, one thing that I thought was cool. I know you said that you skipped over all of them when you were watching this, but. I actually like seeing some of the old OPs. I mean, especially for some yeah. of the OPs that we never got to see for more than like once or twice, like um, Red Eye Circulation, for example. Yeah, like I, I'm totally okay with like the reuse of the OPs, and I like how they they change the title of the uh, the episodes as well in the OPs to reflect. Obviously, it's a different uh, episode and story. Mm -hmm. um, I I at this point I'm just like was so I'm so obsessed with these OPs. I've watched them so many times and they don't really offer something new this time so I felt really comfortable just skipping them. Because like, oh, um, whatever. We did get a unique ED for this. Um, it's Wiz yes. by an idol group called Trisail. Do you want to uh, reveal for the people who one of the members of Trisail are? So Trisail is comprised of three uh, seiyus who are actually singing their songs. And just right before we started recording, I was like reading into it. I was apparently one of them is none, none other than Sora Amamiya, which uh, for those of you who might not are not aware is Aqua from Konosuba. So that's kind of that's kind of funny, honestly. And it, I told you this before, but the moment I, I saw that, I was like and, and listened back to the song like that is her. It's like, you know, you at that moment, I was like, "Shit, that is her." I can, I can uh, hear that stupidity in that voice. I can hear, I can hear that that cry. That ah, Kazuma, Kazuma. <laughs> um, that almost sounds. Wow, that noise was almost the exact same noise you made while you were eating the hot sauce. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool. Uh, it's it's, it's a nice little ED. Um, you still got that that like I don't know what you'd call it that that 
that aesthetic that that, that trademark sort of... EV aesthetic yeah that yeah. we have in the in the Monogatari series which yeah I get again I like um, the song is also pretty nice um, what do you think of the uh, sort of darker uh, elements of that ED where by the end of it so Aragi is just being surrounded by all the girls in the series and slowly they close in on him and they just just squash him to death and he just falls over it, it reminds kinda... me it reminds me of that meme from the Simpsons chuckles I'm in danger <laughs> <laughs> pretty much he really is mm. which is kind of appropriate considering how this like arc ends more or less the, yeah the final episode um because yeah. the final episode is called koyomi dead spoilers i mean yeah <laughs> spoilers in this spoiler cast um, that's been going on for a year yeah yeah almost a year and a half now um, but I, I, I do like the fact that you, you did include a, uh, a quote from Nisio, the, the man himself, Nisio Eason, when he was asked about the, the novel, Kuyomi Monogatari, he just said, this novel was written on a 100% out of, on a whim. <laughs> what a chat. That's Nisio Eason. That's what you get. <laughs> this is, it, this is 100% Nisio Eason. Um, should we actually get so into it? So we have it, like... Though? Yeah, let's let's go through these. I want to say for, for a lot of these episodes, we are kind of going to rush through them because there's not a whole lot, as we said, of substance to them. But we are going to go episode by episode. So episode one is Koyomi Stone. Um, I like how with each one of these in the dog, you just are because that's how it feels. So basically, like this episode. So honestly, actually, this specific episode is really interesting because a lot of it uses a lot of. It, it seems like I'm not I'm not 100 sure, but it seems like there's a lot of reused animation from Bakemonogatari from that very first scene of Araragi and Hanakawa in the class. At least that section feels like it's almost exactly the same one, just with different mouth flaps. I, I feel like, like it's it's a lot of reused animation as well. It is also I don't think we've said this yet. It, it's worth mentioning that these aren't these stories aren't told. Um, linearly they jump around um so each they of these episodes around, yeah. takes place at a different point in the monogatari timeline yeah so basically this one takes place right at the beginning of bake where hanukkah was like there there's a big stone over there that's weird and i wonder if it's an oddity because it's in a shrine and our reggae is like oh that's weird and the first few episodes or something like are pretty much like that where it's basically oh there, there's a weird thing over there it's like oh that's weird and the first three or four episodes sort of like connected in the sense of Aragi is like, oh, uh, Oshino is like, is is willing to give money in exchange for stories about apparitions. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, oh, maybe I'll like uh, see what Oshino has to say. And Oshino is pretty much like, mm, yeah, I don't think it's an oddity. And then they come to the conclusion that this like small stone in the shrine is like not really an apparition, but it's basically the shrine itself. Like Hanukkah comes to the conclusion that probably sh the shrine was made by someone uh, who was in a crafts class, or whatever it's called, and the and was probably not happy with it. And they noticed that the trash is like really close by, so probably instead of throwing it to the trash, he just left that little shrine there with the stone. And then, as like time moved on, people like thought it's an, a legit shrine, so they gave offerings. Uh, and then you have that really like small stinger at the end where it's like our is like yeah that was de definitely my small shrine that I, <laughs> I that i built whoops yeah uh, and that's that's pretty much that's it the episode that's like, it that's yeah, all that happens that's all there is to it <laughs> um, which and, and like i guess i could try and reach for like 
oh, like these episodes sort of deal with how like an apparition or oddity is, will be something that like it depends if it's an actual oddity depends like how much thought you put into it being an oddity you know like what is an oddity what is not it's like but it's very thin there's like not really something here to i'd like to point out your internet must hate you tonight because your video keeps freezing your audio is fine your video just keeps freezing Uh, yeah, but I I do like that there is that one little scene with uh, with Meme where he's like, is something an oddity because it's worshipped, or is it worshipped because it's an oddity? Who knows? Because <laughs> who the fuck knows how oddities work in the Monogatari series? <laughs> they just do. They just it do. just works. Uh, yeah, that's that's literally episode one. Episode two is pretty much the same thing. Actually, you can say a lot about the a lot of the same thing about the first six or seven episodes of Kuyomon Monogatari. It's literally about people finding stuff and there being some kind of misinterpretation of what it is. <laughs> and it's not really that clever, you know. It's kind of very, oh, I see, and that's it. It's not like so. The second episode is Koyomi Flower and Dirt uh, is a flower. I do like this. <laughs> Yeah, dirt is a flower. So basically, uh, Hitagi and Araki are... <laughs> Why does that send you every single time I, I do that voice? It's that stupid voice. I don't know. They put the magic team in the soda. So dumb. But anyway, so so this is basically after uh, the uh, hit, um, fucking uh, Mayoi snail arc from Bake. So Hitagi and Koyomi are walking home. And they're like, oh, there's a flower over there on the other side of the road. I wonder why. It's like, oh, maybe someone died here. But no, there's no crime scene. That's weird. And then Hitagi is like, interesting. I also saw a flower on the roof of the school. So Aragi goes to explore. And then after like, kind of wondering about it with Oshino, it's like, oh, it's not because someone died. It's kind of it's just to create a belief that someone died and prevent people from committing suicide or something like that. And it's like... So whatever. I did like the little dance Hitagi and Koyomi had at the big where he like pulls her away so she won't get run over by a car. It's like oh. I would, I will say I really like that scene mostly because we got a little bit of Sindre Hitagi again for yeah, the first definitely. time in a while. Where she's definitely. like, there, Don't touch me, you bitch. <laughs> there is there is a there is a moment later on with uh, with more Sindre Hitagi that I really like, mm. but yeah, this one was, was fine. Um, oh. it's also good to see her with the long hair again. Yeah, I, I love that design. I, I, is there I, any design of Itagi that's bad? <laughs> no, because I don't Itagi think there is. is. Perfect. <laughs> no, Itagi is perfect. This come this boys and girls. This comes from someone who is not super keen on Sundares. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know uh, of the of the <laughs> women you're into. You Sundares seems to be kind of low on your list. Sundares are terrible human beings. Let's be honest. That's the point. They're supposed to be, so they learn to become better. Oh, oh, oh. I like it when she goes the baka moment. Oh, I love it. Oh, fucking disgusting people. <laughs> um, but now, I wonder, though, who are my favorite Sundarees? Maybe that's a thought for another episode. That, that, yeah. Um, maybe we should do an entire episode about Sundarees at some point. Um, write it down. Write, write it down. down. Write it down. Um, no, that's it. That's really all there is to Koyomi Flower. Um, 
I, I get it. Ugh. There's a lot of times where there's scenes of a tragedy or a suicide. People put bouquets of flowers down as a memorial, and I get that you know you might put one down preemptively to keep people from committing suicide in certain places to give them something to think about before they make that decision. But eh, eh. that's all I got. So, so for the next episode, I do want to give a quick shout out. I wrote it down. There are a lot of really cool, and and actually, there are like afterwards, there are more of them. But some of the backgrounds of the, these episodes are great. I love them. So in the mm. third episode, Koyomi said there was this uh, scene where Hachikuji and Aragi are just like talking to each other. Hachikuji back. Hachikuji. Yeah, I mean, it's back in... I still think it's back in Bakemonogatari. But basically, they're, like, talking and just, you know, the usual conversation. And they're, like, near this, like, spherical structure, sort of, like, postmodern type of building or whatever. And, like, it just looks really, really pleasant. I, yeah. I really dig the aesthetic of, like, the town. As far as, far as I can tell, a lot of the background art in this is, <laughs> is unique. I don't remember any of this yeah. in any previous episode of Monogatari. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, I de definitely agree. I think it's a, actually either a rotoscoped or, or 3D animation, that sand. Um, but it looks really good. It's odd. Basically, the whole story here is like, oh, dude, there's a face in the sand over there. Dude, it's like, oh, all right. And, and then it just turns after... out the whole punchline is that, oh, no, it's just it's a quirk of nature, a coincidence that made it look like that because there's a fucking yeah. crack in the bottom of the sandbogs. <clears throat> Basically. It's just how the sand settled, and it just happens to, you know, it looks like a, a face. It's kind of like how people see things in clouds sometimes. It's not because of anything, it's just coincidence. I think the next episode was one of my least favorites. It was, it's so dumb. Koyami water. It's so silly. Um, first of all, it's Kamburu, so you know it's going to be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Like, she literally had one moment, she was like, oh, I'm actually, like, Aragi's sex slave. It's like, oh, come uh, on. I mean, she said come it on. multiple times at this point, so we're kind of used to it. But the whole thing with the seeing a reflection of yourself in the water, and it's, like, fucked up. And, like, you could mistake it for something else, I guess. It's a huge stretch. So basically, what she's asking, so Aragi is coming over to help her organize her books again, and while he's taking a bath, and I love, I do like that one bit a lot where he locks the door because she knows she would try to get in. Yeah. She's like, "Oh no, open the door, open the door." <laughs> just, she's just pounding on that door, and I, there's a part of me that when I first saw this, like, she's gonna kick that door down. She's gonna <laughs> kick that door down. It's I like how I like how she does the strip tease that she was gonna do in front of him anyway on the other side of the door. Fucking disgusting. Even though he I can't I, see. I like that she channels the Eric Andre meme of just like let me in, let me in. <laughs> that was Eric Andre was... before Eric Andre. Yeah, that's right. So basically, the whole story is while Arag is taking a bath, she's like, "Oh, Dur, my dad actually used to see." In the in the bathwater, he saw a face, and he claimed it would be his like lover or whatever, and it would be his future wife. And it's like, no, it's just his reflection that was distorted. And uh, like, I do like. Is he supposed like, to be I, a narcissist? He wants to marry someone just like him. Yeah, I know, right? But but when like when Aragi sort of talks to uh, Hitagi about it afterwards. You have you have the, like these she for some reason she's just stretching 
in that scene so she does all these weird poses while she stretches and talks to him on the phone mm-hmm. and like we get a, a lovely tsundere service where she's like shine 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 he's like you were naked in her bathtub shine 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 <laughs> basically uh and that's it as you can see there's a pattern there's there's oh there's definitely a pattern to this um <laughs> although the next episode is way way better than as, the, as the you wrote down here place. finally some good fucking food <sighs> so koyomi wind let's so, talk about it all right well okay so uh, yeah koyomi wind is actually nice so basically after the well, every, everything that happened in nisa monogatari mm-hmm. uh nadeko is coming over for a party with aragi uh karen is out Suki is absent because obviously she knows what's up. She was, she's just letting Nadeko have at it, apparently. And uh, I do like all the popcorn where it's like, oh, yeah, there's a party. So he just makes a shit ton of popcorn. The multicolored like, popcorn. In every shot, there's like a pile of popcorn just like sitting around. Or piles of popcorn just stacked. Oh, just a stack. Yeah. Just stack. And ba- so basically the, the, entire of this, the entirety of this episode is Nadeko sort of wondering how come, like, Kaki's charms sort of, like, spread mm-hmm. during Issei Monogatari. And when she and uh, Aragi talk about it, um, I like how they're watching this, like, film, and then it, it cuts to this, like, field of sunflowers, and it, amongst the sunflowers, you see Kaki just, like, mingling over there. Which, do you <laughs> do you get the symmetry, or the, the, the symbology of that? Not really. Think Would about it. Sunflowers follow the sun, right? What does Kaiki do? As a con man, he follows. He think. follows the money. Oh, he's for, in the money. For sunflowers, the sun is life. For Kaiki, money is life. I see. I, I burst out laughing when I saw that image. It's so good. I also like in that um, image. It's one of the few times in the series you actually see him smile. Yeah, because he is smiling actually, in that yeah. image. <laughs> Uh, so basically, they they kind of wonder about it. Then it cuts to that scene when Aragi and Kaiki like meets Kaiki in the Mister Donut uh, store. That's at the end they... of um... Suki Phoenix. Uh, Suki Phoenix, yes. Yeah. So still Nisei, um, and then like Kaiki talks about something really interesting that the only reason he succeeded is because there were no big rumors happening in the town when he was there. So if he would have tried to pull this con pull off this con when like the whole shit with case shot happened by kid kizu mm. would have probably it wouldn't succeed because as we saw in the movie people were like there were rumors about this vampire going around yeah so i sort of took the advantage of that that there was nothing really going on in the town at, at the time and spread the rumors about like about the the the, the bad relationships between the middle schools it sort of led that whole thing that was already disintegrated sort of like just like blow up mm-hmm thus people were searching out his um his charms Which, not necessarily his he charms was like, wouldn't have worked oh they, they worked in the sense that the the relationships are already so deteriorated anyway that what he said yeah. the charms were going to do would have done it anyway even if he hadn't been there yeah it's just like he made money off of it and basically like it's not that the charms ruined the the relationship between the middle schools it's that it were they were already deteriorating thus people were seeking out the charms yeah, uh, which which is interesting, I guess. Like, yeah, uh, it's. I think it's supposed to be an examination of how easy it is to actually spread rumors when there's absolutely nothing going on. Yeah, because people are always like, I don't know, 
seeking out drama? As a kid, who the fuck knows what's going on in their brains, you know? I mean, you used to be Kids one are dumb. I. What? What are you talking about? You used to be what one. What do you mean? <laughs> we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, we don't, like we don't talk kid. about your goth phase, do we? <laughs> uh, so basically, um, I did like that one uh, sentence where Kaike is like, this generation is just bad. <laughs> They're the worst. I like it. He says that, but the generation is easiest to con because they're so stupid. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's a taking advantage of it because he's a piece of shit, but yeah. It actually benefits him that mm. they're so bad. I like how he still points it out, even though it's just to his benefit. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, I will say, yeah, this is the first episode where we get any kind of substance. And of course, it's because Best Girl is finally back. The true best girl in Monogatari, Kaiki. Oh, definitely, definitely. I miss him. I miss him so much. <laughs> and then and then we get to episode six, Koyomi Tree, where we just get a montage of Karen's boobs. It's so It's so in your face about it. Literally, it's like it's it's literally in Koyomi's face. Like I don't remember Karen being this horny, you know? Actually, maybe... Never mind. So, you know this what? happens... This, I'm pretty sure this is supposed to happen after the events of um, Nisei Monogatari. Definitely. Which... Because her, her hair is short. So actually, her, her that, hair is shorter. And it makes me think, like, did the whole toothbrush thing just, like... Psych is it like a Pavlovian response now? Just every time I, she sees Koyomi, it's like, I gotta fuck him. I did like the, when she talked, like, again, most of that scene and conversation is, like, really dumb. And it, it just, it's nothing. It's just a nothing burger. But I did like that one scene where, that one moment where she's like, boobs dwelling, bro's head. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see him like a Buddha, like, in the universe. And, like, his head is just thinking about boobs. It's great. <laughs> I like you wrote down here. Karen is very gropey. Karen is very rapey. <laughs> I I was thinking about writing rapey. But I was like, oh, maybe I'm just like taking it too harshly. But yeah, it was. I don't know. It was a lot. I, she she's dishing out exactly what Koyomi dished out to her in in Nise Monogatari. So I suppose. Um, guys, any... guys, they're 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 siblings. It's fine, guys. It, yeah, it's, all right. it's, it's it's fine. It's fine. Don't knock up your sister. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Sweet home. Oh <laughs> uh, but anyway, her dirt. There's a tree at Karen's dojo that no one wants to, or everyone wants to cut down because it just appeared out of nowhere. It's like, how can you not notice that a tree just cut? Just what the fuck? This is so stupid. How can you not notice that a tree just grows in the back in the back of your dojo? I don't it's know. Like, I don't know. How did how did Koyomi not remember that he was the one that made that fucking box? I guess it's so dumb. Basically, so so yeah, Karen is like upset because she likes the tree and people want to cut it down because it's bothering them or something. And then like I, I I like that scene a lot where where Araki is like, "Don't worry, I'll take care of it." Cuts to Hanakawa. I need help. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Hanakawa. He's like Liam Neeson. Hanakawa, quickly, quickly. <laughs> so basically, she she suggests like saying that the tree is the same tree the dojo is made of, thus saying like the tree is like the the guardian the angel, guardian of like, the dojo. The deity. 
yeah, the guardian deity of the dojo or something, and it works. Because Karen is stupid. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Speaking of stupid sisters, um, Koyomi T. <laughs> By the so, way, I don't know if you've noticed uh, this uh, or if you even like checked. So all of these episodes are named in English, basically. Like they all have Koyomi in the title. But all the words right. that come after that, which are all words that have, you know, associated words in Japanese, they're written not in Japanese. <laughs> oh, wait. Or, it's that how it is originally? Yeah. that's The actual titles English? are all – they're not written in kanji. So, like, oh. uh, Koyomi Stone, oh. the actual name of the episode is Koyomi Suton. <laughs> the Koyomi, Koyomi Flower Suton, is – Koyomi Flower is Koyomi Furawa. <laughs> Koyomi said, Koyomi Sando. Like, all of these words, there are words for them in Japanese, but for whatever reason, they chose not to use it. And they just chose to, like, transliterate the English words for them. Transliterate? Yeah. That's an actual word? Yeah. Transliterate? Yes. Translate? No. You don't mean translate? Transliterate. Look it up. It's a word. I know English. Is that like the. Transliterate? Give me one second. Oh, I got it. We're going to English, English lesson live here on Anime Club After Dark. Transliteration. What? This uh, is news to me. Uh, see, I know things. Transliteration is a type of conversion of a text from one script to another that involves swapping letters in predictable ways. Damn. For instance, for the modern Greek term, I have no idea how to pronounce that. I'm going to stop right there. All right. I, I was wrong. Natai, it's almost like I know word. things. Wait, you speak English? This is this is what I do. I drink and I know things. Um, <laughs> I drink. 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 Um, but yeah, Koyomi, Koyomi tea. Um, Tsukihi is dumb. Um, <laughs> that's literally the crux of this episode. She has a tea club. Uh, apparently, tea ceremony clubs are a thing. I actually looked this up. I was like, what do you do besides do the tea ceremony once? Um, just tea. It's, it's just, it's, it's just isn't it literally k It's just tea. <laughs> no, it's tea and cake. I see. k is tea and cake. The K in k stands for cake. <laughs> the K in k stands for cake. Not for KKK. <laughs> the tie. <laughs> Carry on. I'm sorry. Control yourself. We already know how you feel about Asians. God fucking damn it. I was in a moment of pain. Considering the fact that you are one. No, I'm not. The Middle East is part of Asia, my friend. It's not a... We're not going there. We're not going there right now. (laughs) Um, Anyway. That's the problem with Koyomi Monogatari. Doing other shit. I know. It's like we want to talk about about anything else. Um, So the Tsukiyas Tea Club thinks that there's an uh, eighth member of their club who is a ghost. There are seven members of the club. Um, But Tsukiyas like, no, fuck it. There's, There's no ghost. This is not a moaning myrtle situation we have here. And and Natai, what is the grand solution to this problem? Oh, you just lie, of course. Of course. <laughs> so dumb. Like, the, yeah, the, and I the get... lie is, and the lie that they tell Tsukihi is that um, that the club was telling her this 
because she takes too much of the supplies from the club for herself and they didn't want to make her feel bad. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> and she falls for it. And she falls <laughs> for it. It's, Again, it's because so dumb. she's dumb. It's like I get like there's a moment that we're like, well, Tsuki has this like very strong sense of justice because she's part of the five sisters, so you know she's like but it doesn't go it doesn't really there's nothing to it. It's no. really stupid. You're right. There's there's literally nothing to it. That's it. I feel like rewatching rewatching Koyomi Monogatari made my opinion of it go like just like it's it's not great. <laughs> it's just whatever. Uh, anyway, next episode is uh, episode eight, Koyomi Mountain. Um, we get Spooky Yugi. Is this back. one is actually fine. Yeah, this I actually kind of like this one. Um, and yeah. Of course, we get Spooky Yugi and and Nautico. Um, this one takes place I, shortly after the Nautico snake thing, where she meets the snake creature thingy. It's not a Kobadu's arc. Like, yeah. it's right at the beginning of it. Um, it's before she becomes, like, the god and, like, takes over the shrine. Um, right. And, but I, but I, I do like the, the fact... I do like the fact that you, you see that, that close-up of the arm and she's got the scrunchie. Yep. It's uh, really cool detail. Like Yeah, Ogi and Koyomi are exploring the, the snake shrine on, on top of the mountain. And uh, they talk about how the shrine wasn't originally at the top of this mountain. It was actually somewhere else. And the whole thing yeah. becomes like a, a riddle. Like, well, how do you move a shrine without moving a mountain, essentially? Yeah. It's like the steps weren't there. How did they manage to move the entire thing? It's like they're sort of like wondering about it. And it's also like, I like how the scene is like shot in the sense of it's like, Ogi is talking to Aragi, but I said that she's like scouting the area almost. Like she's like looking for stuff. She's like trying to see how it's all like. She's pretty much just scouting the area. And then she goes on to talk about like how they need to create countermeasures and how like bad things used to gather in this uh, shrine because like there was no deity there. There's like a void or something. Mm -hmm. And like you need to create a countermeasure. And of course, it goes all like past Aragi's head. Uh, which is funny. <laughs> just <whoop. laughs> um, yeah. So, but then it cuts to Araragi's room with Nadako when they sort of again ponder more about the nature of the move from like one mountain to the new mountain, and they sort of come to the conclusion that well, it wasn't really move uh, like a, a move of like moving the shrine, but more like technically just kind of building a new shrine in the mountain, and yeah, it keeps getting like. It keeps like cutting back and forth to uh, Nadeko with like this crunchy, and she looks very ominous. With, and like, she and she very smile. and she very nearly gives it all away. <laughs> yeah, I love that that moment when she like she mentions the snake's name, and then it, you have these like three shots of like her. So like, oh shit, what did I just say? Oh no, no. And then she no, very she... quickly corrects herself. Yeah. Uh, I did like that. Scene. That was a nice little touch. Um, and yeah, like the also, whole thing like, is they they cleared out the space where the the shrine is now. They used the wood from that to build the new shrine. And the only thing they really moved to, from the old shrine to the new was the actual object of worship. Yeah. Also, I do want to give a shout out to the references as Koyomi Manga because there are a lot of really cool references. Mm. Like when in the third episode, when uh, Hachikuji is talking to Aoragi and it's like, oh, wait, you didn't, like, you still have this debt to pay for uh, Oshino. It's like, it's like, oh, shit, I have this debt. It, it cuts to him, like, shaped like, like, 
he's looking like uh, Kaiji mm -hmm. from like you know from the, Kaiji the, the Gambler, the show yeah. Of gambling. Yeah, which is fantastic. I love the Attack on Titan reference in one of the episodes. Where it's Aragi like over the wall, and you know, it's just, there's a lot, there are a lot of really cool references. There are Koyomi Monogatari. I will give it that. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for for Koyomi Mountain. And then we get to episode nine, Koyomi Taurus. <laughs> this episode is literally about Koyomi and Shinobu arguing over donuts. That's it. That's that's all that happens. I will say, I will say, cool little like insight into um, the relationship between Koyomi and Hitagi because Koy yeah. uh, Hitagi is the one that makes the donuts by hand for um, for Koyomi, and, I, and and Shinobu points this out like this isn't Mister Donut Donuts. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that part. I do like it a lot. Like the first shot of the episode is like uh, a making the actual donuts, and it's really cute. I do like that bit a lot. I like it's it's a fun episode, but there's literally nothing to it. I like how uh, this is this is, is it actually early enough in in the Monogatari series. It, it's still a little bit far along, but it's early enough where Shinobu still doesn't fully trust Hitagi. No, I think wait, I think they say it's December. Yes, so it's like it's near like the finals, and that's why Hitagi because Hitagi is with the short hair yeah. at this point, but. Aragi does mention that like they never met really like Shinobu and Hitagi they never really had any conversation that's yeah. why she's still kind of like but she doesn't she doesn't really her. trust like she knows about her obviously but she doesn't yeah. trust her because she thinks that the donuts are poisoned <laughs> it's like I have to taste test them <laughs> so basically like they make they make the, so she said yeah I'll taste the I'll taste test the the donuts for you mm. and then they have this little game it's like oh like who gets to eat all the donuts so she says i'll hide them and if you the donuts you can't find you'll keep but if there are some you can't find them i'll keep them for myself and, and koyo is, is like that, you're just gonna eat them yeah basically but is that actually a thing because they show how she basically like opened one of the donuts and placed a small donut in it is that actually a thing I, i'm sure it's, it's physically possible to do i've never seen it done how does how does how did she do that because she's a it's a really stupid episode it, it is like, it really is anyway episode 10 um <laughs> man that was quick <laughs> koyomi seed which if you think about it is kind of nasty but shut up <laughs> stop um so this takes he's place... He's a grown-ass man, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hmm. Um, hey, pee-pee-poo-poo humor is the best. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a Rick and Morty enjoyer. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, no, so this takes place um, during Hitagi End. Yes. Um, I like this episode quite a bit, actually. Um, and it kind of... Kind of does a little bit to explain why and how Koyomi and Kaiki never actually saw each other, despite Kaiki being in the town. Um, yeah, because you have uh, Ononoki comes around and it's like she tells uh, Koyomi, "Hey, I'm searching for something. You want to help me search for it?" And he's like, "Well, what is it?" And it's like, "I don't know, but I was told I'll know it when I see it." <laughs> that image of like Aragi like just finger? standing on her finger. Yeah. So ridiculous! It somehow works. It's, it's, really, it's, it's ridiculous, it's really funny. but you know, you, you know that's that's just monogatari. Yeah, like and, that's and, one of yeah, the shots where you see it, and even out of context, you know it's monogatari. And I think it's really like fun and like 
realistic explanation of how how come like they they managed to never like uh, how much how come like Oragi and Kaiki never meet mm. in Itagi and it's basically just like Oronoki stalling for time and trying to make sure that Oragi stands out as much as possible so mm. they wouldn't meet and yeah I, I I did like that one scene where like he talks to Anikawa about that situation she's lucky that that see I thought it was really I like that. Yeah, that's that's a nice uh, little touch. Hanukkah also, with the dead scene is great. Also, also the we got a lot of original background art for the town. Yeah, um, in winter, which looks amazing. Yeah. Um, so Definitely. I do actually appreciate this, even though there's not a whole lot to it. I think that visually, it's one of the better looking episodes of this uh, this arc. Um, actually, just all of the episodes in the Monogatari series that take place in winter are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then we get on the last two episodes are the ones that really have any kind of substance, I think. Um, particularly the last episode because it leads us directly into the third part of Awari Monogatari. But the the second to last episode, Koyomi Nothing, episode 11, um, it takes place shortly before um, the the thing with um, Kaiki and... Or no, it takes place before it, that. No, it's after. It's in February, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So it's afterwards. So basically, like it's the the aftermath of that whole event is Aragi sort of realizing that he needs to train and be better and like not rely as much on Shinobu's powers because that will just make him Weak. turn more into a vampire. Yeah, and he doesn't want to do that. And oh, that furthermore, it's like also after the kidnapping of uh, Kanbaru and his sisters uh, with Tadatsuru back in Tsuki Monogatari. Mm-hmm. So that's also like really cool that him trying to just be get better after that event yeah and so he trains with kaginui she beats his ass like as usual and then he like talks about ononoki it's like hey so like what is your relationship and there's like a really clever moment there where she's like oh i mean you know she's just like my familiar she's like there's nothing more than that it's like well i don't know like she talks when she talks to you she refers to you as uh, onechan but whenever she talks to every everyone else they, she will like keep the the name their name alongside the Onichan or Onechan, or and... she'll do some kind of a nickname like she does with Kuyomi. Yeah. Oni yeah. Onichan, like... which is Devil Boy. Yeah, which is like so. And I really like that moment. And then you see Kagami is sort of like reserved about it, and she's like, "If you match and one like shot on me, then I'll tell you about it." And then I like how he goes to Karen's like, "Please teach me how to do it. I need to be a better fighter." And some somehow we cut to them being in the pudding shower for some reason. I, the, the tie, at this point, it's the Monogatari series. You got to expect just casual nudity. That that fucking moment where Aragi is like, it's like, oh, don't you want me to like rope your breasts, Karen? It's like, no, I what? No, of course not. But then Aragi is like, but think about it. either I grope it without you wanting it, or I grope it with you wanting it. So it's like, oh, of course I wanted. Of course, I prefer that it happens when I want it. It's like, what am I even watching here? God fucking damn it. Nisio Isin, can you stop jerking off to your characters, please? What for you're one watching, Natai, is people wanting to engage in incest but realizing they shouldn't. <laughs> That's what you're realizing. But, like, so basically, after that happens, Karen's like, well, maybe she told you, maybe she made that sort of like deal with you so you wouldn't ask, like, to sort of like, not really talk about her relationship to Ononoki. Yeah, she which, made like, it such an impossible yeah. challenge that you couldn't win because she really didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, which is like, that's interesting. 
Um, and then Shinobu grants him a donut pistol, and like, <laughs> which looks really funny cute. but kind of cool at the same time. Yeah, and I then, like then it. He the solution to... is well, if I can't kick her in the face, I'll just shoot her in the face. Which is actually kind of smart. Not gonna lie, like, could work. I mean, um... you say that, but it's also homicide in the tie. He's contemplating it's a homicide. Donut, it's, a, it's a donut pistol. Who the fuck knows what it's going to shoot? Probably not something that's, like, lethal. Cream. Um, anyway, he goes to the shrine, and there he sees that, like, Kagenui is gone. And that's how the episode ends very abruptly. Uh, yeah. Which I like. And now we get to the final episode. Yep, the final episode, which is called Koyomi Dead. Now, this is this is the one episode I say that you kind of have to watch. This is this, this is the episode that I makes Koyomi Monogatari I think required viewing, um, especially while you're watching Awari Monogatari season one and two, because this one episode, as short as it is, because I think it's like the second shortest episode of the entire uh, season. Um, it's in term- nine minutes. It's in terms of runtime, I think it is like the second shortest because I think there is one that's only like eight and a half minutes. Um, but um, this one directly leads into um, Awari season two, two slash yeah. Awari part three. Um, and we it, it kind of picks up right where the final episode of the first season of Awari Monogatari left off. That's right. Um, with Koyomi going off to take the, uh, the, the college entrance exams, right? Yeah, basically it's a college entrance exam. And like, there's a funny bit at the beginning where Itagi is like, uh, I, I don't remember the sort of analogy she made about like how people are bound to encourage certain things. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you always, she she tells Aragi, it's like, you're always bound to meet operations for some reason. And she's like, the only thing that's like blocking you from actually uh, going to college right now is not necessarily the exam, but maybe some bullshittery that happens on the way. Mm-hmm. So she's like, as long as you make it to the actual finals, you'll be fine. And then we can go to college together. Uh, which is a very sweet moment between the two. Um, which, if you've been paying attention, we already know happens. <laughs> yeah. Because Hanamanagatari um, is a thing. <laughs> so, basically, um, uh, Aragi, as, ever since like the previous episode, has been going to the shrine all the time uh, because Kaginui is gone for some reason. And now he finds Gan at the shrine for some reason. And she knows everything. <laughs> She does know everything, and she reveals to him that she's the one who sort of, like, took Kaginui out. Now, they never specify what does that mean, if she literally killed Kaginui, or maybe for some reason she just, like, let her go, or we never get a clear answer if Kaginui is just dead or not. Well, I mean, yeah, she kind of says that I, I, I took care of Kaginui, and no one knows yeah. where no one knows where Meme is. Kaiki's just fucked off. <laughs> I mean, technically, we don't even, like, at that point, you're not sure if Kaiki is even alive. Yeah, at this point, Kaiki kind of faked his death a little bit, so... It even seems like Gaian is not sure if he's alive even, which is really cool that he managed to sort of escape her. Um, Um, It's it's almost like all three of those people knew that Gaian was up to something. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, uh, what she did is that she took out Kaganui because she was, like, the main force protecting Aragi. Because if Kaginui is out of the picture, then because she is the master of Ononoki, then Ononoki is just, like, a doll. be as powerful. She's a doll. Yeah, she's just a doll at that point. She's not even, and, it's not a bodyguard anymore. She's literally just a doll without a purpose. Yeah, and then basically, like, we get a sense of, like, Gan just, like, completely tearing all the barriers that were sort of, like, protecting Aragi, which is, as we said, Kaginui, which leads to Ononoki being kind of... Uh, not really a threat 
Also, Shinobu has been sleeping, so and she's in her weakened state as a vampire. She's also not really powerful right now. And like, so we get a sense of it's like, uh, guess Garagi's kind of fucked. Well, they they liken or where she likens the situation to playing shogi without a king, or playing. I mean, in the West, you can think of it as playing chess without a king. Like it, every piece on a chessboard or a shogi board, except the king, can be sacrificed. Right. So Gaian yeah. wants to up in the game and sacrifice the king. Um, it's funny how Arag at first is like she's like, "Who do you think is the king?" And Arag is like, "Well, it's definitely not me." I mean, dur, dur. and she's like, uh, "So yeah, the, like the, currently there's like no king in town, hmm. and there's like which goes back to the whole thing of like the deities. Like there is no de deity in the actual shrine where they meet, even though." And Nadako used to be the god who resides in this shrine. Currently, there's no one. And Gain wants to fill that void that happens there. There's like a vacuum there that occurred because there's no one in the shrine. It's kind of, it kind um, of harkens to that old saying that nature abhors a vacuum. And that's... Yeah. It also makes it seem like Gain believes that a big part of the reason why the town is kind of fucked up... And this was also mentioned in um, in Awari Part 1 as well. That... Um, right. Because of this power vacuum, essentially, that's why all of these things keep happening. Mm -hmm. And basically, she said, "Well, all as as we mentioned, all the specialists are specialists are kind of fucked off. Mm -hmm. So it's only left to Gaian to actually do something about it. And she claims what she needs to do is to stop Araragi from acting. She claims that if Araragi would act, the other side, as she calls it, would act as well. And she thinks that both of them are dangerous now." I like that while this entire monologue is happening, we get like this sort of like we get these different cuts to a lot of different characters. I think almost all the characters in the entire Monogatari series, like we get a shot of like Ogi and even Oikura. We get a shot of Gai of um, of Kanbaru's mom, which is very interesting. Like we At see her on the train. It there. starts. It starts off with Hitagi, and and throughout the course of this, you actually see her getting ready to go to the school and meet um, Koyomi mm -hmm. there. Um, so at first when it started cutting to people, I thought, oh, is this what they're doing in their daily lives while this is all going on for, uh, for Aronagi? The fucking car scene with yes. Itagi gave me a heart attack. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, when she's crossing the road and just a car just, just like breaks right before hitting her. That was like, I forgot about that uh, part. And then it cuts to black. It cuts to just black. Nothing, just black. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would you do that, Shaft? Why would you do this? Um... But now, when I first saw that, like, is it just people going about their day? But then I saw characters who I knew were dead, or but, not around, or or very much not around. Um, so yeah, it's interesting that we see Conbro's mom. I th I think you're the one confirmed it to me that it is definitely Conbro's mom. Yes. Um. um you train, also so you also get a shot of uh, Mama Ragi as well. We also get a shot of. Uh, Wait, when is where do we see Mamoraki? We see Central Kahara's dad driving her. Um, there's that one scene. Uh, it's it's in the middle of that whole thing where you see a bunch of characters right in succession, and one of the characters right. in there is just a, a short glimpse of Mamoraki, and you actually see her oh. full face. Wait, that's not Kanbaru's mom on the train? Mm. That that is Kanbaru's mom on the train. Yes, but there's also a scene that well, a, a flash that takes place right after that. Because you know the. Um, the characters start flashing by quicker and quicker and quicker until we go back oh, to I see. Aradagi. I it's see. like one of those things. It's on there for like maybe two or three frames. And it's one if you I blink see. it, you miss. 
Um, but she is definitely there. Um, I I like that how that sequence is edited because it sort oh, of adds to the tension of like how like what the fuck is going on, right? Like I think it's a re- the, the entire episode. I think is like very well paced. It's it's the best episode of the bunch, obviously. You said there's a lot of tension like, in that. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of dread and tension that's like being built up because it's like the moment you see Gant, it's like that's kind of strange. Um, so yeah, basically she talks about how she needs to stop like whatever the fuck is going around in, in town, mm-hmm. and it, it, there's it definitely alludes to Ogi, which we still have no idea what she's up to at this point. And uh, she claims that the only way for her to stop, uh, to stop like whatever is happening, dispel this sort of darkness that is engulfing this town, is to kill Aragi. And if you remember back in Shinobu Mail. The armor set of the first minion was like left behind, but then like Aragi was questioned about it by Ogi. It was like I th- it was like, hmm, I'm not sure what happened with it. Well, now we know what happened with it. They they used it to create a new like sword, the Kokoro uh, Kokoro Watari yeah. sword that she that Kisshot used. And, and she just pulls it out and starts wielding it and just yep. cuts the fuck out of Koyomi. <laughs> yep, and, and that's how that that's how it ends, and then we get that another like quick scene of Hitagi calling him, and he's not picking up because obviously. He's I dead. like the fact and, that so yeah. when as Gaian's approaching him, right, you hear the the phone in his pocket start to go off. Yeah, um, it's great. And he's not he doesn't reach for it. He doesn't try and answer it. And then you have that scene where she slices him up with the with the sword, and then you immediately cut to. Um, uh, Hitagi pulling out the phone and making the call. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a real like again the editing in this like in this episode is fantastic. And, and you I, think I, that might be it. how it ends on like a cliffhanger like that, but then there is an after credit sequence after the ED. <laughs> um, all of a sudden you see uh, Koyomi kind of wake up in what looks like almost like a parched like it looks like it's very hot wherever it is because you got those like, yeah. the lines coming up off the ground. Um, it's really white. <laughs> it's very white. It almost looks like it's the this entire scene is bleached out almost. Um, but it looks like it's in front of a school, and it looks like it may be in front of uh, uh, a tree or something. A tree, it's not like really a playground, certain. maybe a, like a, a kindergarten playground, preschool playground, something like that. But then we uh, hear a very familiar voice. Yes, we hear a very familiar voice. Koyomi has this like familiar, or well, she does that thing where she's a. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I bit my she tongue. She go. She got. Um, and then all of a sudden, like almost out of like habit, Koyomi just starts reciting something about I don't say my name. Like da 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 da. And then like in the middle of it, he's like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> oh shit! He Let opens his eyes, and there she is in the flesh. It's Hachikuchi. And that's how it ends. And I think it's a really, I think it's a really good cliffhanger, and that leads directly into Awari season two. Yes. Um. Which, uh, yeah, that's the next section of Monogatari covering. We're very close to the end. We are. We're getting there. We're we got two there. parts left. We got um the second season of Awari, which I think for our purposes we're just gonna label it as Awari part three for our spoiler yeah. cast. Um, Definitely. And then Zoku Awari, and then we're done. Um, we have. We're getting there. Let's see. There's seven episodes of of Awari two and six episodes of uh, Zoku. Yeah. So there's 
We're getting there. We're, we're, almost, we're almost done. We're actually getting there. Um, so what are your thoughts on Kuyomi uh, upon rewatching it? You, you mentioned it earlier, and it's one of those things where upon rewatching it, it's something that I don't have as high of a regard for as when I first watched it. Um, I, I'll say. To be fair. I'll say the first few episodes are really boring. <laughs> it's not great. I think there's like a total of three episodes that I genuinely enjoyed. I'd say there's four Koyomi. for me. I really enjoyed Koyomi Wind. Um, I really enjoy, and I enjoyed the last three episodes as well. I I like I like see nothing and dead. Yeah, yeah. It just I first time I watched it, I remember giving it a five, and uh, I because it's just whatever. I it's funny because I I do wonder what it's like going into Owari season two without watching it, mm. and I think we'll like get more of a sense of that next time we get to talk about Monogatari. Because, like, yeah, I think that last two episodes are like kind of like that's the main reason to watch Koyomi, but kind of makes you think if maybe it's not really that. I don't know. I, I was conflicted on whether I I'd ever want to go back and watch mm. Koyomi because after this, I think I kind of had my fill of it. I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, just not watching it again. Um, I know there's a lot of people. It is what it is. A lot of people, myself included, think that like the first ten episodes are well. Yeah, I'll say the first ten episodes are really just kind of you take it or leave it. There, there's something that like they make good three or four page long short stories, I guess, um, little vignettes mm. into little aspects of the characters' lives. Um, honestly, they could have just edited the final two episodes together as a single OVA episode. And called it a day. Yeah, like again, I respect Shaft for like wanting to adapt the entirety of Monogatari. It's like it's really, really cool. So they say. Um, we'll see. And we'll see. And and again, shout outs to like the background throughout most of mm. these episodes. Like I think there are like ten episodes here with a lot of really unique backgrounds that I really enjoyed. Um, Despite just, some of the reused animation, fine. yeah. Yeah, I think only the first episode was like very blatant about some of the reused animation but it just it's fine I, some people might get a kick out of just getting more time with these characters i know personally it just like it, it just doesn't really grab me that much because most of these episodes are just a it's a weird thing over there it's, it's, it's really just about silly. misunderstandings really yeah like, i'd say about 70 percent of the episodes are literally just about misunderstandings yeah uh, it's whatever i don't know i it's certainly, in my opinion, the weakest part of the Monogatari series overall. Um, yeah, I agree. And honestly, if I it weren't for those last two episodes, I'd say you're, you'd be good to just skip this uh, if you're really just looking for like a proper Monogatari experience. But it is because of those last two episodes, I think it is required viewing if you're going to go through the entirety yeah. of Monogatari. And it is a very quick watch. Like, I, I rag on about it, but it is a very quick watch. Like, each episode, when you skip the OP and ED, or like... 10 minutes like you can get through it pretty quickly um, it just most of it is not that great yeah um so yeah if you're someone who really likes just the characters of monogatari and you just want to see more you'll probably absolutely love koyama monogatari because you're just getting more of the characters that you love um yeah but really if you want to skip it just just watch the last two episodes and you'll get more than enough to get you to um awari season two yeah basically it's it's fine. It's, it's not great. It's, it's fine for what it is. I, I, I just, I genuinely think it is the weakest part of Monogatari. It certainly shows. Yeah, no contest. It certainly shows in terms of its writing 
again, but aside from the last two episodes, that this was written at a time when Nisu Eason was busy with something else. Yeah. You can tell it's, it was written on a whim. It was. You can, oh, 100% you can tell this was written on a whim. But I will say, for something that was written on a whim and probably didn't go through a lot of rewrites, it's not bad. It turned out okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. But anyway, that is, yeah. that's Koyomi Monogatari. Um, We're done. We finished it. Well, we're not done with the entire series just yet. Oh, no, no. We've still got uh, a too chunky, like, few episodes to Well, watch. the next part is going to be really chunky because, like, we get to the entire crux of the Monogatari series in those seven episodes. Holy shit. Three arcs. Four, four hours long discussion. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get <laughs> then we get Zoku, which uh, is, a, is something I think is just kind of fun. And it's something you've never even seen before. Yeah, I'm I, like I'm I'm generally excited to watch Zoku because I've never watched it. I I managed to avoid spoilers about it, so like it's been a, a, a good few years since the since the first time I got to experience something new from Monogatari. I think so. the only thing you genuinely know about Zoku War Monogatari is that creepy Onanoki smile. It's so good. I think that's the it's only so thing good. you legitimately know about Zoku. And a new design for one of the characters, but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll I, get I to it. I would say that's a really a spoiler, do. though, if you don't know the context. No, it's it. not a spoiler. Like, it's plastered all over the... the, like, the uh, yeah, the well, arc, it, so, like... you're talking about the, the one for Sodachi, and it's literally the, the like key art for the entire series, yeah, or the entire yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just like the key art. Like I don't consider that a spoiler. But yeah, but yeah we'll it. get there when we get there. We still have yeah. one chunky season left. Um, and then after we're done with the the spoiler cast, I think you and I are going to have a little bit of fun and do some rankings um, yeah. to kind of end it out. Um, I'm, I'm looking yeah, forward to that uh, a lot. Um, yeah. And then I think we're going to take a break after that, and then you and I are going to come back with – and maybe Chinoda and, and John as well if they want to join. Uh, we might be doing JoJo's after this. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, one, one step at a time. Well, yeah, one we'll step at a time. Let's get done with this first. <laughs> Anyway, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below where you can find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Um, by the way, uh, you can check out our merch store. Any purchases you make there really do help us out where you can get something like this to drink out of. But Alex, Alex, do they ship internationally? Uh, as far as I know, the Streamlabs store does ship internationally. I think there's maybe one or two countries they don't ship to. One of those is North Korea. <laughs> I mean... It makes sense. I suppose. Um, but we have we have a bunch of other merch there you can buy too if you want to uh, support us that way. If not, you know, feel free like, comment, subscribe. That really helps too. Um, also, for those um, we, we mentioned it a couple of times already, but uh, we're on YouTube now and you can see our beautiful smiling faces. Um, hi, mom. <laughs> you can I see my dick. It. You can see my dick right here. Yeah, you can see his his dick is like out and about, like it's it's having a good time. Um, <laughs> I imagine the listeners being like, "What the fuck is he on about?" <laughs> um, check but, out our uh, videos to see. Yeah, check out our videos yeah. to see. Uh, one of our big goals this year is to get us to uh, the point where we can apply for uh, YouTube partners. So uh, you know, like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, and check us out every single week. With that, though, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Natai. Good night. Good night, everybody. That fucking stone. <laughs>
you can tell this part is so weak because we're genuinely just like distracted by other topics aside from Koyomi Monogatari. God damn it. It's like we, we spent like half the time just like trying to get on anything else. That isn't Koyomi Monogatari. Ugh. Ugh. Fucking Nisio Ising. I know, right? 